now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Before three quarters of their team got injured. Oh, Did Izzo. you see that dunk that... though last night on top ten? Oh my gosh, that dunk! That no, I was in. at I was at Rogue One. I told you, I saw nothing. Well, last I mean, night. You... I, I got home at one twenty. <laughs> well, I mean, they what re- other, they what other movie the did you 10, see? Right? No, just one. I only I only went to the Late Show. What? Rogue one. I I know. I'm getting ready. For it's Richard's called Rogue birthday. One, Dean, not Rogue Two, Three, Four, Five, Six. It's called no, Rogue One. No, we need a Tuesday du- Tuesday doubleheaders for Paul. Not always. <laughs> if I did that, I would have used the appropriate hashtag. But uh, here's an appropriate hashtag: the good stuff. Hi, welcome to Butter and Bacon, where we discuss the good stuff of Disney. And today, we are very, very pleased to have Amy back from Disney World. Yay! Hi, Amy. Uh, you're more pleased than I am to be back. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> no, that well, is a great point. And, well, and you know what? I'm not really pleased because the Twitter feed has been fantastic. What? So is the background music. And the <gasps> thing is, I didn't go anywhere as far as you guys are concerned. Like, I what do you mean? In, I could be in Timbuktu and still be like in the same way with you guys. Well, yeah, it's true. However, it's <laughs> awesome knowing that you have, um, and none of the outtakes made the show, but Waffle Legs... And um, oh my and goodness, yes! <laughs> the smell <laughs> wafting from outside electric umbrella. Oh my! We also goodness. we also have Dean, who does not smell and does not have waffle legs. Hi, Dean. Hi, Polly. I was just hoping that Amy might have opened the show with "I'm going to Disney World," except she did that yeah, like three weeks she ago. She did that. Yeah. It just it just seems timely given the time of year we're at right now. It does, and but you have a trip coming up, I believe. Not soon enough. Mm. But thank you, Mrs. Eisner, for the I'm going to Disney World campaign. Yes. It, it, it will forever live. And we're too excited to sleep. That commercial. Oh. Forever. Forever <laughs> will be burned into my brain. But, um, you know, we, we, we did want to do a little bit of a, a post-trip trip report. I mean, Amy did a fantastic job detailing it on her Twitter feed. If you've missed any of those tweets, and I don't understand how, uh, follow our account at Butter and Bacon. And um, Amy did a fantastic job the whole time she was down at Walt Disney World and post. But uh, we're here to talk about some of the things that she saw, some of the things that she thinks, some of the things that she thought. And uh, really just, you know, this is the Amy trip recap. So, Amy, what do you got? Well, let's see. I've never done one of these before with anybody, so I, I don't, I'm at one of those stages well, where I'm let, like, what do I say? I don't know. Let, let, let's start with where you stayed, because I don't think that ever came across as readily apparent. Yes. Oh, with good reason! Yes! My, <laughs> my mom... I was ignoring that, Polly, but, you know, hey, if you want to just throw that out there. <laughs> no one, no one is supposed to know where Amy is at any time, because if you meet Amy, you have to sign a non-disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, my mom was like, don't tweet where we're saying, don't tweet where we're saying. So, you know, do not disparage my mother also applies to me. Oh, so. do not <laughs> yeah, Polly. I didn't disparage anyone. <laughs> my mother listens to this show. I'm just a kid. Anyway. <laughs> so, so yeah, we stayed at um, Disney's Old Key West Resort, which... 
It's great. We stayed there and uh, we got a great rate as annual pass holders. So that was sweet. And uh, we stayed in a two bedroom villa, had the full kitchen, washer dryer, uh, two bathrooms, which is important. So dishwasher. Dishwasher, yes. Oh, man, the dishwasher story. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's tell that story. <laughs> let's lead off with that. <laughs> let, me start off with, let me start off with saying this is not, like, a complaint. I'm not being a negative Nelly about this. This is just something that happened. Like, I'm just telling it factually. Uh, I want to say it was the second or third day that we were there. Mom put some dishes in the dishwasher, turned it on. Ran the dishwasher. Uh, at the end of the cycle, she opened it up, and there was a whole bunch of standing water in the bottom, which is not good if you know anything about dishwashers. So she closed it back up and put it on the, you know, rinse and drain cycle or whatever. Uh, opened it back up, more standing water. So <laughs> she called. She put it on, she put it on spin. <laughs> spin. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> so, so the dishwasher kept like each time the water would increase and it was getting to where we wouldn't be able to open it, you know, because the water would just be like sploosh. So mom called housekeeping. Mousekeeping. Yeah. Yeah. She called At your them. resort. <laughs> called them and said, you know, hey, our dishwasher's not draining water. This is a problem. And they said, okay, we'll call maintenance and have them come over. Unbeknownst to mom, <laughs> dad had also called because there was a light bulb out in one of the lamps in the bedroom. And uh, a maintenance guy showed up to fix the bulb. And mom said, hey, you can also look at the dishwasher. So... <laughs> He started looking at the dishwasher, and it became very clear very quickly that he had no idea of what he was doing as far as the dishwasher goes. I could tell he was kind of embarrassed, and he was mm. showing his embarrassment through frustration. So Donald Duck was fixing your dishwasher. <laughs> Did you have he... the gold star with the you tried? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, the cake. <laughs> the Bar Simpson <laughs> with the cake. You tried. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So there was a lot of that going on. I went in another room because it was kind of stressing me out listening to the guy. Like he was, he was doing everything that he could that he knew to do. I mean, that's that's the thing. He was doing his best. Mom and I left. Last thing we did, we left Dad with the guy. So <laughs> we get nice. Back. A couple hours later, we come back. We get almost to the room and we look. And there's a dishwasher sitting outside of our room, just on the walkway, just sitting there. What happened here? Like, what's with, <laughs> what's with this dishwasher? And, like, the top of it was wet because oh. the sprinklers had run. And, oh, like, no. The, 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 like, the instruction yes. booklet and stuff was wet on the top. And I'm like, oh... This might not be good for an electrical appliance. I hope this is the old one. <laughs> you know, like yeah, it's maybe supposed they to be to wet on the, Yeah, it's supposed to be wet on the inside. <clears throat> we go in, and I, I go in the in the kitchen, and the old dishwasher's gone. And Step one, that's good. Yeah, um, and there's like cords on the floor, and it looks like exposed wiring. Very safe. And I'm thinking. <laughs> 
Well, this is not optimal. <laughs> this, is not, <laughs> this is not the best. And so I looked at Dad and I said, uh, what happened? And he said, oh, let me just tell you. So he said that, <laughs> he said the guy had a, a really, a really difficult time. And he said, well, we're going to pull out the dishwasher and replace it for you. So he started pulling it out. And he said that there were two screws that attached it to the countertop to make sure that it was steady. And apparently the guy said that uh, those two screws had been turned so hard that they had gotten stripped. So <laughs> he had a really hard time getting it out and apparently he just gave it a really hard jerk and it broke out. Oops. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so that happened and uh Yikes. Roll, rolled out the old machine and there were like those exposed exposed thing i don't know what they went to i'm not an electrician but got the old dishwasher out which you know yay but that was the new dishwasher outside on the walkway and the guy had said some they're gonna send somebody else to put the new one in and my dad said well um you know, do you have any idea when that guy's gonna gonna come or like Wednesday? You know, yeah. <laughs> have you got any idea? Like any window? Is it gonna be tonight? Is it gonna be Marnie? So, well, I don't know. But they've uh, they've called me to go to a call to Saratoga, and I get off at <laughs> thirty. <laughs> so <laughs> we're we're gonna give you a window of eight to six. You've got to be here when we're doing the work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was uh. Like, wait a minute, I'm on vacation. He took the old dishwasher with him, I guess. And the new dishwasher was out on the sidewalk getting wet with the with the sprinkler for hours. So <laughs> so uh the new maintenance guy comes. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he starts to put the dishwasher in, but he he gets there and he says, uh, is that the old dishwasher outside? And we're like, no, uh, we think it's the new one. There's like in installation paperwork and stuff on the top. And he says, well, I think the guy could have at least brought the new one in. Like if he took the old one out, couldn't he have at least brought the new one in? Like I thought he could have at least done that. So he goes out there, rolls the new one in. I'm just telling you what happened. I'm yeah, no, this, happened. this is this is your life. <laughs> yeah, this is my, well, this is what really happened. So. I think the thing is, it's like, you know, you were there for a long time and not everything is always going to run perfectly and you just happen to be the unfortunate one that hit when the dishwasher got used and they realized it wasn't functional because mm -hmm. a lot of folks stay in those villas, they don't even bother using dishwashers or eating at the resort. Exactly. Or, or even worse, they just leave the dishes in the sink. Or that. So, Ugh. I mean, it's... It's kind of neat to hear, you know, you guys were there long enough, and I, I know from, you know, following you on Twitter and, and texting with you, you, you did cook meals in the room, and you did, you know, heat up food and have actual sort of villa vacation time, which I think a lot of people forget you can actually do at Walt Disney World. Yes, we had a lot of um, hanging out in the room time, we had a lot of eating in the room, we made meals in the room, we made, like, a spaghetti dinner, I made, um... You know, a green bean casserole. My mom was like, I want a green bean casserole. I made a green bean casserole in our resort room. We ate it in our resort room. I believe there were Rice Krispie treats. There were. There was a pan of Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> um, the, I believe the cook ate more of the Rice Krispie treat than anybody <laughs> else did. Which I <laughs> am guilty of that. It's like, you know, I want to make this. I'm going to say it's for everybody. It's really for me. Exactly. 
Yeah. So anyway, the dishwasher, the dishwasher chronicles ended fine. <laughs> and, and that and I just want to wrap that up for the listeners, like in case they're thinking what happened next. You know, the dishwasher chronicles were fine. Um, housekeeping or mousekeeping, they came and cleaned up a large. Let me say this: I'm kind of sus- suspecting that maybe our room had not been used in a while, and this is why. Um, there was black mold around the top of the tower in the second bedroom, and it was all the way around. And at first, you know, we kind of thought, well, maybe it's just like dirt and grime trailing down. And then I thought, no, because the air register is like across the bathroom. (laughs) So it couldn't have like shot it down. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's alive. You woke up and the next day it's bigger. (laughs) And then it's Stephen King. (laughs) Well, we checked in and we didn't get our room until about 4 p.m. And we had been at Old Key West since 1030 in the morning. And like we got out and drove around and and did a few things. And, you know, dad took us over to Polynesian and, and mom and I, you know, did some things. But he stayed at Old Key West waiting for like six hours or however long it was for our room to be ready at old QS. He just sat and read his phone and things. Your and dad so is a I, national treasure. Oh, my dad. And so, <laughs> and so, uh, after that kind of a day, like you really don't want to call anybody to come and like fix your room. You just want to be in your room and relax for the rest of the day. And so I, I saw that in my shower and I thought, well, that looks gross but I didn't really say anything about it and then the next morning I you know got up and I looked at it and my sinuses were kind of bad and I thought you know I think maybe that's something I need to have taken care of so so we had that cleaned it was fine housekeeping came and they had like mousekeeping yes and they had bleach or whatever (laughs) and they got up there (laughs) they threw bleach at it yeah, well, I mean, they had cleaner. It smelled like bleach after. They, I mean, they, they threw had bleach cleaner. at it. It laughed. It threw the bleach back. Well, <laughs> they had cleaner, and they cleaned it. I don't know Mr. what the cleaner Clean. was. But Mr. they said, Clean. yes. They said, yes, we have cleaner to clean this. We're taking care of it right now. So they cleaned it up. This happens all the time. Wait a minute. <laughs> we have things to clean this. <laughs> so they cleaned it up, and it was fine. It, everything was good. And I... I'm not complaining. This is not like complaints. This is just like, I'm just telling what happened. I just want the listeners to understand and know that this is not me like belly aching about this resort. I'm just saying what happened. We were there for two weeks, man. Things no, happened. No, no, no. This, <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, you know, like, like Dean said, it, it's not, it's not belly aching. It's just these things happen in resorts with thousands of rooms. Yeah. I, I think I, our room, I really do think our room had not been used for a long time because I mean there's no way that someone wouldn't have called and reported that before now you know what I mean like that had had a while to to happen so I think and that happens I mean especially in the off season yeah you're in a two-bedroom at Old Key West you know it's not the most popular of the DVCs although it is a wonderful place to stay and two bedrooms is not the most used size room at a DVC Mm -hmm. so that, that could have been a while since someone was in there. Right. And then the dishwasher thing, I mean, that was at the beginning, too. I, I think that if, if that room had been used, those things would have been taken care of. So, you know, it's just little stuff that happens, like the light bulb, too. It's no big deal. You just call and, and say, hey, we got this problem. They come and they fix it, and it's, you know, no big deal. It's fine. Um, 
Oki West, I want to say to you guys who are going to Disney World, Olivia's Cafe at Disney's Old Key West Resort, you guys need to go there and try that. You need to take your transportation. I recorded a bacon bit yesterday about like resort transfers. Like if you're staying at one place and you need to go to a resort, you know, how to do that. You guys need to do your resort transfer. Go over to Old Key West. Eat at it's Olivia's Cafe. Uber. Yeah, you can do an Uber as well. <laughs> but we always just stick to resort transportation. So, you know. It's part of the fun. Yeah. So, definitely, please go to Olivia's Cafe. Um, it is one of the resorts, if you have an annual pass, that is participating in the 45th anniversary celebration. So, you get your 20% off if you're an annual pass holder, which is fabulous. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Fabulous. Um, they have a menu that is Southern comfort food that's how they describe it there's a little bit of seafood um their southernmost buttermilk chicken is incredible it's is like chicken fried chicken and that is the chicken fried chicken <laughs> with the gravy and, oh, and it's so the good. southern comfort food made with nothing but southern comfort that's the other thing i want to as it should be it right. is wonderful they give you huge portions for the money i'm shocked disney gives you huge portions you i mean they give larger portions than some of the other resort restaurants. Let me no, say that. Right. I mean, they, they give you big portions. You can get an ADR day of with no problem. You can get usually a walk up with no problem at Olivia's Cafe. This is a resort restaurant that is really overlooked. And it is excellent. You guys need to try it. Their weekly specials are so good they had shrimp and grits while i was there mm. incredible I, there were so many large perfectly cooked shrimp in there cheddar cheese grits swimming in a delicious gravy with little bits of ham and chives and oh my gosh so good it was a huge bowl of food i tweeted about it on the butter and bacon twitter I'm, I'm, I'm telling you guys, you need to try Olivia's Cafe. You're going to love it. Look at the menu in the My Disney Experience app. Check that out. But Some of my favorites are conch fritters. Oh, yes. Fantastic. Oh, yes. Their, conch, their conch chowder is good. Yes. Uh, for all the love that the Brown Derby gets for its cob salad, the uh, Olivia's Cob Salad is fantastic. It's uh, shrimp and crab as the uh, protein in the Cobb salad. So they call it the Mallory Square Cobb salad. So I'd say Olivia's is up there for me with Kona as one of the restaurants you can go any meal. You know, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. They're going to do consistent, fantastic service. Mm -hmm. The servers are so friendly. The food is fantastic. You get big portions for the money. I, I think one of the real burgers on property, not the normal frozen Disney burger, but the uh, Duval Street burger comes with shrimp on it. Yes. Mm. And then they also, if you can order like a soda and get cherry syrup in it, like if you order a cherry Coke, you, you were very excited about this. You get a homemade <laughs> cherry Coke. I've been ordering this for years, man. You, you say, I want a cherry Coke. They make it at the bar. They put actual cherry syrup in a Coke and they top it with cherries and bring it to you. Like, it's fabulous, man. Olivia's Cafe, you gotta go. And the key lime tart. We oh, have man. to mention the key lime tart. The bread pudding. Oh, my God. The bread. <gasps> the bread that they bring the in. The bread. Oh, yes. Oh, the dinner bread. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm getting, like, choked up. <laughs> I want to I go back now. <laughs> I want it now. This was, 
This was often our pre-race meal. We would go to Olivia's for our sit-down. How could you run after eating that? Uh, because they have a nice strip steak. It's it's not a ridiculously huge cut, but it's a very quality cut of steak. Or they used to have a grilled chicken option. They've kind of replaced it with that buttermilk chicken now. But um, and my wife is big on the sea scallops, and they have a really good uh, sea scallop dish. Yeah, nothing with... nothing says getting up at four in the next morning for a race like four. What are you sleeping in? Well, <laughs> I'm doing the five k. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> nothing says getting up at one forty the next day. There you uh, go. <laughs> like a giant meal Olivia's <laughs> Cafe. I didn't say you had to have all the dishes. That, it, it, well, that's true. What What was funny, and I'm conspicuously silent because I have never been to Olivia's. Um, my Our one experience at Old Key West, we had um, one night to stay before our uh, flight. So my, my dad looked on and booked, a, and it was ridiculous, a three-bedroom grand villa for the overnight Whoa! But, yeah, that's wow. Well, and and it was like some kind of like it, it, that's all that they had. We didn't need that. They gave it to them for like the price of a one bedroom. It, it was crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we literally checked in at eleven thirty p.m. and we left at four thirty the next morning. So we were only there for five that's hours. Funny. And there oh were, my gosh! And there were four of us. Well, like a good Disney blogger, I hope you took lots of Oh, pictures. no, no. This is well, well, well before any of that. <laughs> uh, I think I was even... I might have been... Uh, yeah, I, I, I might have been... I, I, I don't even think I was married yet. This is a long time ago. Um, Those three it, bedrooms are bigger than some people's... It's bigger than my house. ...apartment homes. Like, yeah. it, they're enormous. Yeah. Well, even the two-bedroom is almost 1,300 square feet. I mean, those are really big spaces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, we, we will have ever, uh, another uh, Old Key West episode where we go way into detail of this and the other DVC properties. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the layout of the Old Key West three bedrooms uh, almost as much as I like the layout. They're very similar to what is at Hilton Head Island. That's good. I've never been there. That's good to know. Oh, yeah. The, the balcony... It kind of gets you... The, if you've been there, it gives you a good feel for what you might experience if you're thinking about it, something like a Hilton Head or Vero Beach. Yeah, I mean, the, the overlooking interior balcony looking down on the living room, you know, with the giant vaulted ceilings and the two bedrooms upstairs is just really neat. But back to Amy's story. What was I What was I talking about? Uh, we were drooling over Olivia. Yeah, we're oh, trying yeah. to move the topic because I'm hungry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, let's not move off food, though. No. I mean, you did, again, great job tweeting out a lot of the meals that you were having. What were some of the highlights, you know, whether your choice, breakfast, lunch, dinner, that kind of, um, you know, stand out as you think back now on your trip? Burgling suitcase. Oops. Nope. <laughs> no, Polly. Let me guess. Captain Cook's might be on the list. Yes, that's actually what I was going to say. <laughs> I so... seem to have experienced deja vu in the text. <laughs> I went over there like four or five times. During my trip, you have to have sometimes an excuse to go to a resort, and Aloha pork sandwich was my excuse. <laughs> oh, you never need an excuse for Aloha pork sandwich. You never need it. You really don't need an excuse to go to Disney's Polynesian Village Resort either. I mean, you can just go there to like sit in the lobby and be happy and be be like have your Ferdinand the Bull moment. Or like contented sitting under his tree, uh, my Ferdinand the Bull moment. That is a perfect at, visual. Yes, my Ferdinand the Bull place is Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, being content, just sitting. So, went over there several times and got the Aloha pork sandwich, which is delicious. The cool thing about the Aloha pork sandwich 
is that You're saying aloha pork sandwich is aloha pork sandwich <laughs> but so the best part's when you say aloha pork sandwich when it arrives right oh yes yes absolutely my belly's like get in my belly <laughs> <laughs> So the the coolest thing about the Aloha pork is when they bring it, it has two slices of cucumber on top, and they they make like an X because they're those long slices that's made by slicing the cucumber like long ways, like vertical. <laughs> so they're on there and they're beautiful, and then there's that tender marinated pork. <laughs> so good oh my gosh and you eat it and it like drips over top of your fries like the barbecue sauce drips on your fries and then you have like a little taste of the pork after it's gone when you eat your fries it's so good oh my gosh uh, now did you ever mix it up and go with like the pork nachos or anything else off the menu <laughs> we did well i ordered the pork nachos one day because you had mentioned them to me and i thought you know i i think i'll try those so I ordered the Aloha pork for myself, and then I said to mom, like, you can have my fries, and then we can both eat all the nachos. That way we'll make a meal of it, like, somehow, you know? And they were good, man. Those Aloha pork nachos were really good. They had, like, the homemade kettle chips, and the sauce was great. Those were good. Good stuff. Paul, you've been to Captain Cook's before, right? We actually went to Captain Cook's the week after the remodel. Uh, two, three years ago, I think. The Ramada. Ramada remodel. That's not on property, sir. Nice. The, the re- Ramada is not Disney, sir. We're not going to discuss off-property resorts on this show. Not in this episode, at least. That's not the good stuff. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> anyway, uh, we went to Captain Cook's right after the remodel, um, <laughs> where they had, um... The new decor and everything up. Uh, I can't, for the life of me, remember if I got the Aloha pork. I, knowing me, I probably did. You can't, like, you think to yourself, I'm going to try one of these other menu items. And then you get in there and you're like, I'd like an Aloha pork. Every time. <laughs> Every time. Like, they have other new menu items. Even yeah. since my last trip a year ago, they've got new items. Like, they've got meatballs. They've got pork fried rice. Like, they've got stuff that... Nothing says Polynesia really... like meatballs. Well, I mean, they, I think in their just... defense, they're Thai coconut. Thai yes. coconut, and they, yeah. And they're served over rice. Yeah. No. <laughs> but I, w- I would go there and I would think I should try one of these other things, and then I get up to the cast member and I'm like, I like an Aloha <laughs> pork sandwich. <laughs> I, like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Your belly takes over your brain and says, no, no, I got this. And they just make yeah. the order for you. Yeah, I think I'm going to exactly. try something new for drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Aloha pork, man. That was my jam. Yeah, and then I did a lot of pin trading at the resorts that I would visit. Like, usually when we would go to the Polynesian, we would get on the monorail. And then we would go around the other resorts on Seven Seas Lagoon. You totally just said Polynesian, by the way. <laughs> Polynesian. <resort>. Polynesian. <laughs> yes. I, I, I feel a new Twitter name coming. Nah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the Polynesian. <laughs> I may or may not have photos of me at the Polynesian. Oh, I'm sure you do. I have a photo of the... Um, oh, what's the name of the little statue in the lobby now? I forget his name. Tiki Shrug. 
He's got it. Yeah, tiki shrug. <laughs> I have photos of the tiki shrug, so maybe you could like superimpose your face. I have face. to fin. I have to finish that sculpture. I did the head of tiki shrug. I didn't do the rest of the body. Oh um, man. I, I, what I think his name. What I think his name was Maui. No, it's not Maui. That <laughs> is. It might be Maui. No, it's not Maui. Um, it is another. It is another um, Hawaiian god, though. I can't remember which one, but it's. It is not Maui. You're so uh, Listen. They should use that. They should use that in a movie instead. Yeah, a uh, Academy Award nominated, Oscar nominated movie. Hey, that's Golden my Golden dad. <laughs> um, or Golden Globe nominated, they did not win. That is that is your dad. Uh, I I also that's the scene of one of my favorite vines that I ever did of all time. Do you remember Amy? At the Polynesian. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Where I found all of the signs for Kona Cafe, and I did Kona. Kona, 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 and then I found the chameleon. That's. <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> oh my gosh! What? I'm Kona, Kona, to... Kona, 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 chameleon. I have to find that. I, have to... <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that. That's hilarious. Oh, it's like four years ago, so you'll be scrolling for a while. Oh, I'm there. gonna find it. Just trust me, <laughs> I'll find it. Anyway, so we did a lot of. Um, resort exploring on the resorts on Seven Seas Lagoon. I, I spent some afternoons at Granny Flo's house, which was wonderful. I got to enjoy her uh, Grand Floridian Society Orchestra. They were very good. Got to enjoy her lovely, her lovely soft couches in the lobby that she so graciously allows her guests to use. I enjoyed her her store where she sells some of her signature merchandise and mouse mercantile, which is lovely. Granny Flo, she keeps such a beautiful property. I'm so glad that she shares it with the public. She's so generous. That was a great bacon bit too. Listen to the orchestra. Oh yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, I wish it had come come through a little clearer. I guess I. See, the thing is, I didn't know or I didn't realize that there was seating up there really close on the second floor to where they perform. Like, I didn't know you could walk around behind them and stuff. I didn't you know just you could sit get that close. right in front of. <laughs> yeah, just, you just like... sit right on the floor. Just <laughs> well, I mean, I, th I think there's a bench, a, a bench that's really close, like back there around Meisner's. You mean there's so... still is a bench somewhere on property because they seem to be vanishing. Oh, they, oh man, don't get me started on that. But yeah, I mean, I, I could have sat a lot closer and gotten a lot clearer of recording, but I didn't realize that until like the very end of my trip that there's like seating up really close to them. So, but yeah, yeah, I loved recording that. I, kinda, I had the idea on the spur of the moment. I was like, hey mom, I'm going to record the band for the show. And she's like, oh, okay. So she sat there and, and read Twitter. And I just sat there quietly having another, like, Ferdinand moment and recorded the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra. So that was really fun. I'm glad I could share that with everyone. And Oh, I went to the Contemporary. I tweeted about this. So one day when I went to the Contemporary, I was on the monorail pulling into the Contemporary. And, you know, when you pull in there, you see the other side of, of the concourse. And there's, like... You know the the stories of the of the hotel. Like they have, the, you know the 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 hallways are like open, and you look over the the rails, and you can see like Chef Mickey and everything. If you've ever been to the Contemporary, you know what I'm talking about. So we pulled into the Contemporary, 
And I look over across the hotel, and Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Pluto, and Donald are each on different floors of the contemporary, and they're waving. Just like waving, standing there. That's awesome. And I'm like, what is going on? Oh my now, what, god. What time of day was that? It was, man, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it was afternoon, I think. It was Chef Mickey's just about to open for dinner or something? I'm just curious how, like, if that's something someone can time or... It might have been. complete luck. I mean, I don't know if that was just a one-time deal or, or what. I, let me look on my phone, actually. I'll see what the timestamp is on my pictures while I'm talking. But anyway, so I see this happening and I freaked out, got so excited. Okay, this says January 12th, 4.54 p.m. Okay, so that would time out then. It was right before dinner opened. Mm -hmm. So maybe this is something that they do, you know, on a regular basis. I don't know. But I got really excited because, I mean, imagine it. Like, you pull in on the monorail and there's characters waving awesome. from across the, the hotel. So you can, like, imagine me getting all excited, like, booking it, <laughs> booking it around the little railing that you go around, and then, like... Tripping over strollers, <laughs> knocking over people <laughs> walkers. Like, rushing, rushing, rushing. So I go down there, I tell mom, I'm gonna go take pictures! So, walked around there, and turned around the corner, and, I, and they're still there, and they're, like, waving at everybody, and Goofy's, like, leaning over the rail, being, you know, Goofy the way he is, like... <laughs> Goofy was being goofy, Shaka. Minnie Mouse, this was really funny. She was actually walking down the hallway and knocking on doors and then, like, scurrying away before they could come to the <laughs> door. <laughs> it was hilarious, man. Minnie Mouse is so feisty. So they're all waving and everything, and I took a ton of pictures. And then they, they came down, like, each one of them came down towards the, mo to, towards the, um, the elevator, and I'm like... Well, they gotta come out, like, on the Grand Canyon Concourse, unless there's some, like, hidden way that they could go to the basement and then, like, come up a hidden elevator, like, on the other side and be in the restaurant. I was like, they gotta come out the, right here, the Grand Canyon Concourse. So, I stood there right where the elevator bank is. And they were held down from the balconies. Oh, no. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> they, it, That'd it, be awesome. It, it took them a while. I'm sure they sent, like, the elevator up to, like, the top floor where, the, like, the highest character was. And then, like, stopped at each floor to pick each one up. Because it took a while. But they finally showed up. And they were so nice. Like, Minnie was like, hey. And, you know, Donald was like, high five. Mickey stopped and, like, kissed my hand on the way past. It was so great. It was like the perfect magical moment. Uh, I think that that was probably the most magical moment of my trip. And you know the best part about that is you came upon it. It wasn't something that was scheduled. Yes. Yeah. And that, yep. that, that's what I like cringe about this. It's like, oh, everyone's going to now show up at the Contemporary at 10 to 5 and expect that experience. Oh, yep. no. It's, well, it's and awesome that's, that you came across it. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the, you know, the people, people wonder and marvel at the way that, no pun intended, that character meet and greets happen in Disneyland, where they're just kind of there, walking the walkways. You know, at the beginning of the Magic Kingdom, you know, when it opens, you'll see Peter Pan and Wendy and stuff like that walking around. But it's not a meet and greet. Um, you know, they're they're walking through the castle. We followed them in a couple days, but that that tends to happen at Walt Disney World. People find out about it, and then they expect it, and then it's like people are waiting, 
So Dizzy World responds by making a cue. Ugh. Kills the spontaneity of, of the characters right. showing up. Maybe but I it, shouldn't have told this story. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great story, and it's the stuff that I think people get excited about when they hear, and they get excited for you. But I'm, it just made my brain run there to, you know, sometimes those magical moments become expectations, become cue lines, yeah. as Polly said. Mm -hmm. Actually, before we move away from the resort loop, and I know you did this kind of all over property. Resort loop. Talk, get... Give a, a little brief, like, uh, you know, when you're trading at the resorts, are you going cast member to cast member? Or are there, like, spots that you trade at? at each oh, pins. Place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pin trading. Love pin trading. Not yeah, anyway, we could blow this up to a full episode. But I'm just curious, because you mentioned that the poly, and, and I know you had tweeted about, like, a drum or something. And, yes. you know, Grand Flow and the Contemporary. Is that just a known fact among pin traders? Or if someone was, like, kind of doing this for the first time, what would they do? Not to be confused with Jawa trading. No, no, that will get to it next. That's different. <laughs> so the pin trading opportunity Much harder. Yeah, much harder. <laughs> they wouldn't trade with me either, so... I hear you. Yeah, they're kind of... They're kind of... They don't like picky. podcasters. Maybe that's it. But the pin trading opportunities, um, they're going to be different in each resort. Uh, usually each one will have a pin board or a pin book at the registration area like where you would check in and the concierge and all that usually there's a pin board or a pin book there um sometimes it only comes out at certain times a day sometimes it's out all the time like at old key west they have a big pin board behind the counter there and you ask them hey can i see the pin board and you know they'll bring it around and you can trade um the polynesian village resort they have a pin book and you can say hey can i see the pin book sure and they bring it out and you can look through it and trade but also at the gift shops that's the best place to pin trade at any of the gift shops if there's multiple gift shops they'll usually all have something so at um at boutique the cast members will all have pin trading lanyards on. You can trade with them. And they also have this little wooden... It looks like a little wooden stool, but I think they call it a drum. And on the top of it, it has a layer of, of cork, of cork board. And they have pins stuck into it. And you can trade from that as well. And then upstairs at Moana Mercantile, they have a boogie board. Like you would use, like a little kid's boogie board that you would use in the pool. And that's covered with pins. So then after you pin trade at the Polynesian Resort, the Polynesian Village Resort, uh, the next stop on the monorail is Granny Flows, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. And the pin trading they have there is super fun too. I never tried to trade at the front desk at reception because there were always a lot of people. So I, I just skipped that. But upstairs at M Mouse Mercantile, they have a pin book that's always filled with pins you can trade from, as well as a pin trading Shelly May Bear. They oh, have a lady nice. on Shelly May, and you oh, can wow. pin trade with her. And it, this is like my dream because. The, the Shelly Mae plush where she's like a park touring Shelly Mae, she's actually wearing a pin trading bag. And so they, they put a little lanyard on her and she's got pins on and you can trade with her and it's awesome because of little Shelly Mae. So For listeners cool. that aren't familiar, Shelly Mae is Duffy the Disney Bear's friend and I yes. believe Shelly Mae originated in Tokyo. Yes. And uh, yeah, so so definitely the the female accompaniment, and she is super cute. 
she's super cute. Oh my gosh, I love Shelly Mae. She's wonderful. So yeah, you could trade with little Shelly Mae Bear at at M Mouse Mercantile at Granny Flows. So yeah, and the cast members there are super friendly. You can also trade downstairs at the um. Oh gosh, I can't remember what what the um what the store is called, but there's like a little shop on the ground floor. It's like a shop where you can get like some food because now there's the DVC addition to uh, to Granny Flo. She she allowed them to build DVC accommodations on her property there. So they have a little store there that sells food and drinks and sundry items. And there's also cast members down there who are very friendly and willing to trade pins with you. So that's wonderful. And then at the contemporary. I also didn't try the front desk at the Contemporary. The front desk reception areas at the at the Seven Seas Lagoon Monterey Resorts this trip are like hopping places every time I would walk by. So I didn't want to bother anybody. So I didn't try it um, at reception at the Contemporary either. But they have a Captain America foam shield covered with pins that you can trade from at Fantasia, which is super fun covered with pins and then they have a large pin board inside the fantasia markets which is where they sell all the food and stuff so they have a big pin board there you can trade from and then over there at buena vista gifts bvg as it is on the sign uh they love their stores yeah oh man the contemporary stores are the best man they really are yeah so they have a lot of friendly cast members in there that you can trade with as well you you need to actually if you're a pin trader, I'm sure you do this already if you're like an experienced pin trader, but on a day when you're going to the Magic Kingdom, you definitely need to do the monorail crawl for pin trading. You will find all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, I'm definitely seeing a pin trading episode. Sure. I've yeah. been collecting pins since 2000. Oh, yeah. I'm experienced. Nice. Are you I'm experienced? Ex yes. Yes. I've experienced and I know what I'm what I'm doing and what I'm talking about. So one out of three of us. <laughs> I I am Wow. <laughs> so Amy, I was gonna say, you know, you it seems like you may have fallen victim to what I do a lot when we have the longer trip, which is you kinda of those first few days are like, Yeah, we'll get to that, yeah, we'll get to that, and then you realize I'm not going to get to anything on this trip because I spent all my time relaxing. So yes. did, did you find that you got to the park events that you want to do or is at least some new stuff that you did that you had planned? Oh, I had a list a mile long of well-intentioned things that I wanted to do. And I did zero of those things. <laughs> <laughs> like I had a list of all my favorite attractions. I did go on finally my favorite attraction, the Magic Kingdom, finally got one single Fast Pass for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. You guys, I don't know what was going on, but every time that I would check, and you have to be diligent, like you really have to check because Fast Pass availability changes constantly. But it took me until the last couple days of our trip, of our 14 days, it took until the last couple days for me to find one single Fast Pass available for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I don't know if maybe they're running less trains this time of year because it's slow season. I don't know if they uh, decided to do more standby than Fast Pass. I don't know what's going on. But in the past, usually, I was able to get a Fast Pass for Mine Train same day in the Magic Kingdom at some point 
you know, like a single fast pass would become available and I could go ride it. But this trip, it was really difficult. So I was finally able to do that at the end of the trip. I did record audio of the ride along. You guys can ride along with me and like hear me scream and laugh and sound ridiculous on my train. That's in the podcast feed. But, um, yeah, I had a big long list of stuff I was going to do. Well intentioned. Didn't do any of it. Uh, <laughs> I, I decided, I did decide when I got down there that, um, usually on a typical trip, I will do quite a bit of solo touring while my parents relax or, or do something different. Because when you're there for a week, you definitely want to want to do certain things that you love that you've been looking forward to because you only have a week or less. But this trip, I decided that I was going to not do solo touring and actually spend more time with my parents. So uh, we did different things that were still a lot of fun. Like I, I didn't commando tour. There were many, many days that I didn't even go into a theme park. But we did other stuff and we still had a great time. Like I would go and go to the resorts on Seven Seas Lagoon with my mom and like laugh and shop and you know be silly and and take a bunch of pictures from different vantage points of, of things that you might see from the ground, you know, take pictures of it from the air on the monorail and um get let me just say this like don't freak out that I didn't go to a park every day because I had an annual pass so it was okay like, <laughs> like it's not the end of the world that I didn't go like a bunch of days didn't expire at the end of my trip on my ticket or anything it was fine um but yeah we were we were relaxed I I found a new seating area at the Grand Floridian that's outdoors it's actually a smoking area but when we went and sat out there there was nobody out there so it was fine. Um, I have pictures of that on the butter bacon Twitter. It's on the second floor. Like if you're coming from the monorail and you pass M mouse mercantile and you pass like the fancy elevator that just goes up and down from the first floor to the second floor. It's on the right. And there's doors like French doors. And I never I know that before. area very well. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, I'm, I wonder if I can like go through this door. Like, Is this locked or is it open? And I went out there, yep. and there's tables out there, and you get a great view of the, the Alice in Wonderland water play area for kids. And then you can see um, you can see Seven Seas Lagoon and the Polynesian Village Resort. And we sat out there, and we, we watched, you know, the sunset and watched all the lights come on on the Polynesian. And just really relaxing things like that. You can relax at Walt Disney World and still have a ton <laughs> of fun. And it sounds that, crazy. That, it sounds crazy, but you can actually have a lot awesome of fun. No, it's awesome to go that way. Yeah. That uh, that area where you were, which I bemoan every time I notice it's a smoking area now, that is the exact location of our champagne and cake reception after our wedding so many wow. years ago. So, <laughs> yes. That was, uh, that was where I had my first dance as husband and wife. Wow. That's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, we, always, we always pop out there every trip because we usually visit Granny Flo as well. You know, you got to visit Granny when you're on vacation. And, uh, She's yeah, always, I, I always happy get to mad. see you. Yeah, I always get mad when we step out there and there's, like, people smoking. It's like, go away. You're ruining my memory. <laughs> you're you're defiling my, my first dance. Exactly. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. That's so cool that I, yeah. I happened upon that. And it's, like, a special place to you. That's cool. 
But yeah, we did. We also did a lot of boat rides on the Sasagula to Disney Springs because there's so much new stuff to walk around and see out there. Like there was so much construction going on during our last trip last January that I think we only went to Disney Springs maybe once or twice. Um, we did resort to resort transfers there because that was the easiest place to do it. Old Key West is like right next to Disney Springs or downtown Disney. It was still downtown Disney then, I think. So that was the easiest place to do it because Old Key West is right there. Um, but I think we only went into like the downtown Disney marketplace maybe once. But this trip... Uh, we went there quite a bit, and the boat lets out at the landing, so that's all new stuff. And right. my dad really enjoyed that. He hadn't been, I don't think he went to uh, downtown Disney at all last year, but Disney Springs, he was really interested in seeing all the new stuff. And uh, we walked around and saw all that. We ate at Boathouse once. Boathouse was delicious. Boathouse is also expensive, so we only, <laughs> we only ate there once. Um, I won't say how much we spent for lunch. It was atrocious, but we did eat there for lunch. The, the ingredients are not the cheap end. It's not like they're making pasta. Uh, you know, it's like some, some cheap thin pasta. They're not, when they make a cheese sauce, it's not skim milk. You know, it's, it's, it's whole ingredients. It's not, it's not melted down. Velvet. No, it's no, they're in the back making a bechamel. You know, they're, they're making actual sauces for you. And, and it, it, it shows in the quality of the food, and I think that's across property. But then you get to a place like Boathouse, it is a step above. It was so good. Everything was delicious. That pasta was the best pasta that I've ever had in my life. They said yeah. it was house-made. Like, yep, they do I believe make it, it there. And I do believe it I believe is, it. Yeah. Oh, it was incredible. Definitely worth the price. But when we left, Mom was like, Yep, once in a lifetime. Okay. No, it's no doubt. It is expensive. And it's, mm -hmm. it's where, when you have the annual pass, if you can find those restaurants that offer you the 20% off. Mm -hmm. Or the tables in Wonderland. Or get the tables in Wonderland. Yeah, then, it, then it kind of brings that price down into the more manageable, tolerable, okay, that's just a little more than I'm used to. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think you're definitely getting the quality. And I, I'd, I'd rather have the expensive meal at Boathouse than you know, get close to that with an off-property chain restaurant. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I think is a general tip for myself is, you know, if you do find a place like Boathouse, um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll even throw in places like Beer Garden, where the menu is not too different from lunch and dinner. Lunch tends to be less expensive for about the same size portions. So if you do enjoy finding a place that you like that's a little bit more on the high end on the cost scale, try going there for lunch. And that's what kills me when some of the restaurants have shifted to that all-day menu. Yes, menu, which I, yes. I, which I, Olivia's had. Didn't they back out of that, Amy, now? Did they have a lunch and a dinner menu? Did you know, um, or is it still the same? They do still have a lunch and a dinner menu, but okay. there are items that are only available at dinner, like entree right. items like the prime rib and things like that. But I want to say that the pricing is now the same for the oh, items okay. that are available all day. I think it's the same now. They were one of those places where I, they used to have a, a distinct lunch menu yes. and dinner menu. Yes. And even if the items were the same, the portion was maybe a little bit smaller, but the price was lower at lunch. Mm -hmm. And I remember our, our first time at Boathouse, we went, it was, I think we had an ADR for about 5.30 and it was about to do one of those summer torrential downpours. We got to downtown Disney or you know, the Springs at 
4 o'clock, and we just went right to Boathouse. <laughs> we're like, okay, we have an ADR like 90 minutes from now, but it's about to rain, so we're going to eat now. And they brought us the lunch and the dinner menu. Oh, nice. Which mm. is kind of neat, because we got to pick you know whichever one we wanted. Mm-hmm. But that that's not always available, depending on time of day or restaurant. Yeah, I mean, one of the things, I love going to Beer Garden. I, as near as I could tell, they, they only add one item. Um, sour button to the dinner menu. It's not worth eight dollars. No, <laughs> I mean I, I love what, it. It's good. Really like sour button. Oh, it is. But, but yeah, eight dollars for one item. Eh, go for lunch. Which is funny because it's a buffet, so you're still eating as much as you choose to eat. <laughs> but you show up an hour earlier and you can save eight bucks. Right. There's a restaurant on five thirty-five, just outside of property, close to Goodings, close to the crossroads. You know, shopping area. If you're familiar to the the uh, Disney Springs area just off Disney property. Uh, Black Angus. That was our favorite off-property restaurant. Extremely close to property. Um, you would leave the, the Disney Springs area and you'll see the little sign, Welcome to Walt Disney World. Hang a left at Crossroads and it was almost immediately on your right. So on arrival day we thought, hey, let's go eat at Black Angus since our room isn't ready. So, you know, we drive over there, and we're, we're looking for it on the right. It was completely gone, like bulldozed. The lot. Oh, wow. The, it was just the lot standing, bulldozed, gone. So so, so their, their website right now that I'm looking at that says closed for renovations, that might last a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just completely gone, and that was... That was shocking. Like, we had no idea that it was just going to be gone. So, um, so yeah, the that's going to be some very extensive renovations. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Um, but, yeah, there, it, it's, the, it's the restaurant that was um, between, I think, Burger King and Olive Garden there on 535. And they had, like, a statue of John Wayne outside of it. And... Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've um, never been there, but I'm, I'm familiar with it. It is gone with the wind, so <laughs> we uh, we didn't eat there. And <laughs> well, for for future reference, they do have one on I Drive, and there is one in Kissimmee on West Earlo. So now that you can't find a Black Angus still, but that Black Angus was not part of that restaurant chain that you're talking about. The Black Angus on 535 that is a different Black Angus. We we found out all about that because they don't take like the coupons. There's coupons for like those other locations apparently, and they're like, "Oh no, we're we're not a part of that." And I was like, "Oh, no, oh. then why do they're you on have the website? This, says, why do you it have says downtown name? Disney area? Yeah, yeah. It's a, so what? So wait, 12th. yeah, no, we're we're not affiliated with that Pizza Hut that you're used to. We're a different <laughs> yeah. Pizza Hut. We're, we're just called Pizza Hut. We serve all the Pizza Hut items. Right. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, nope. Independent. Yes, yeah, it was so weird. Three ninety nine Country Road five thirty five. Closer. I mean, it's on the Black Angus website. Oh, it with is. Maybe so. Maybe yeah. Maybe they got like purchased or like maybe they really are. Maybe they maybe really are they... part of that chain. Now, were they saying it like sarcastically, and you took them seriously? No, they, they may be separately owned, like franchised, and so they don't want to participate with the other one's coupons or something. You never know. <laughs> That's what I swear. I swear that's what they said. And they valid at participating locations. We don't participate. <laughs> <laughs> and going going further, if you click on their their menu, it says uh, scheduled to reopen in March of 2017. Oh, good luck! You're, you're challenging that time frame, Miami. <laughs> 
Maybe if they reopened it, they used store place. <laughs> there was like a little bit of like metal scaffolding and stuff. Oof. There was uh, nothing. Maybe they nothing. have Universal's uh, building crew. They'll they'll be up and running in three weeks. Well, if it's Disney's building crew, oh, it'll be <laughs> the next time you go to Disney, it might be open, Polly. Wow, that's twice. <laughs> well, you get that's twice. I'm just, being, I'm just being silly. I'm sorry. That's twice. You're not wrong, but it's twice. Because <laughs> <laughs> my next trip to Central Florida will not be to Disney. I'm just being silly, Polly. I don't mean to hurt your heart. You're not hurting my heart. Because I'm okay. going to be in, I'm going to be enjoying the Wizarding World. But we can hurt Dean's heart because we Facetimed without. Yes, him. we did. Ah! That I was fantastic. That, yes, I was like, I walked in and I was like, "Hey, I want to see if Polly wants to see the Lego store." I was like, "Can you Facetime?" Sure. So I, I took you on a, a whirlwind tour of the Lego yeah, store. At she the FaceTimed spring. me, but didn't have her headphones in, so she couldn't hear me. <laughs> I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't hear a thing. And so he's trying to talk to me, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I have no idea what you're saying. So I did a whole bunch of thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> in front of my face. Yeah, and then I realized after we ended the FaceTime, which was about 10 minutes long, that I had been on data the entire time. Oh, no. So I freaked out. I was like, oh, no, I wonder how much data I used. But then I checked, and we had just rolled over, I think, to the next billing period, so it was okay. Okay, now, yeah, some people plan their vacations based on school schedules, some on, you know, what kind of rides they want to ride. Amy plans hers based on when the data rollover happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, but no. <laughs> it was very, it was, um, it was very, I guess, serendipitous or however you want to say it. Because are you saying that's an alternate fact? Wow. Alternate. <sighs> wow. No? no. An alternative fact is that you were able to FaceTime with us because you have an Apple device. An alternative fact is that I was invited. An alternative Look. fact was it's your son's device. Well, it's not an alternative fact. <laughs> I no, that, remembered fact. because I because I listened to what you say, Dean. I remembered that you had mentioned that you did not have an Apple device, and so yes. and so I, I didn't shuffle. bother asking because also your texts come in green; they do not come in blue. So generation iPod. <laughs> I got a 30 gig. Wow. <laughs> wow. What, do you want me to send it over on an Etch-A-Sketch or something? <laughs> like, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> no offense was taken in the recording of your FaceTime. It was fun. Well, we didn't really record it. No, you should have, but you don't want to contribute. No. no. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. How can you record a FaceTime? You probably can. There's probably, there are probably ways. Well, I mean, no, we we covered the resort. We talked we talked about the food. We talked about the Disney Springs. Uh, what do you got uh, park wise? Well, I don't have a whole lot park wise. Let me just say, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have fourteen a whole lot days park. spent ninety minutes in the park. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> man. Well, the the longest time that I spent in Epcot was the day that we recorded the podcast. I think. And I didn't go anywhere except for that hallway behind Club Cool <laughs> and Fountain View Starbucks. So I did go one day to Epcot with my mom. 
It was before the Festival of the Arts started. Like I, I went with her and we did uh, Spaceship Earth and Imagination. I'd, on my list of things that I absolutely had to do was the new Soren. Uh, I didn't even step foot in the land. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I intended to go to Festival of the Arts to see the Herb Ryman and Mary Blair stuff. Didn't go. Um, <laughs> I went to, let's see, went to the Magic Kingdom more than anything. Um, did the People Mover a whole bunch because my parents love the People Mover. Um, did Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Did the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Did It's a Small World. Uh, did the Country Bear Jamboree. Had to do that to pay tribute to Br'er Taylor. What's up, Br'er Taylor? Um, you know what? I didn't see the new Muppet thing. I had that on my list. Didn't see that in Liberty Square. That was a fail. Did not get to see Hall of Presidents before it closed for renovation. I'm like, these listener, the listeners of our show are going to think that I'm a total failure. That I was there for 14 days and I didn't do like a billion things that I could have done that were new and exciting. But like I said, this was a trip that I was going to spend quality time with my parents. And uh, they, they don't do anything in a hurry when they're in Disney World. Nothing is in a hurry. There, there's there's a thing that we used to have hanging in our house, and it had a saying on it, and it said, don't hurry, don't worry, and don't forget to smell the flowers. And I told my mom on, like, during the first couple days, I said, you know what, we're down here, we're relaxing, don't hurry, don't worry, don't forget to smell the flowers. She said, oh, we used to have that hanging in our house. I said, yeah, I remember that, and that's what I thought of, so... Um, we did a lot of just really light touring days of like Disney Springs and, and the resorts and things like that. And there were many days we didn't even go to a park. Um, I would say the most commando touring that I got was over at Hollywood Studios. It was like the third full day. And I met up with um, Carrie, One Golden Sun, Meg, Megadis 13, and Laura, LB, 2007. Um, met up with them over at Hollywood Studios and we did the great movie ride and I had lunch with um before I met up with the other two girls I had lunch with Carrie at Mama Melrose I hadn't eaten there in in years and that was delicious um we even had intended to like go do Muppet Vision 3D like we had more things on our slate that we were gonna do and we didn't do them. Like <laughs> we just we got distracted. We met this awesome photo pass photographer there named Dave. He had worked there for years, and he took a whole bunch of funny pictures of us. We ran into him twice, and he took more pictures of us. Like we had so many photo pass pictures. Um, we went to the um, the launch bay that is the place that has the characters. <laughs> <laughs> And saw Launch Bay tried to trade with Jawas. They went trade with us. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I went to parks, but it was very light touring. Maybe two or three attractions at the most, and then we would leave and do wow. other stuff. I, I mean, it, this just wasn't a heavy park touring trip for us. Well, you know, hanging out with family, hanging out with friends, stopping to smell the flowers, that is the good stuff. This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon.
personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, on Twitter at AIOT Travel, or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon, on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast, and please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. Star contributor, you know, sleeps until twelve fifteen every day. It's, it's hard to record at eleven thirty. Yeah. What time are we recording? Uh, five minutes that. ago. We covered that. <laughs> you mean good morning? Yes. Since no one's at a theme park today, we'll be listening to Roller Coaster Tycoon. Nice. Can you hear that? Yeah. And Luna barking at a squirrel. Maybe not barking. Squirrel? You can, t- you can tell the winter's been mild when the squirrels are really freaking fat in January. <laughs> so I resorted to wearing my Under Armour shell underneath my foul weather sailing gear. So I foul, resembled- foul weather? Yeah. It's a, it's sailing. It's, it's that's actual what, what, sailing stuff. You know, the shoreline what, of Kentucky doesn't doesn't quite. So it was that. a it was a duck costume, basically. Nice. It's, it's when they say this weather's for the ducks. You know, <laughs> that's that's foul weather costume. <laughs> With fronds like these, who needs an enemies? Wow. Sorry, we just had a washer issue for clothes, so that's... that's oh, that's, let me tell you, we, we had <laughs> that a co- we had that before we left, too. We had a, washer, a bad washer issue. Uh, I, I think you'll remember that when the water wouldn't start, it, like it wouldn't stop rushing in because the inlet valve was messed up. And so we had the same just... thing. We had, the same, we had a slow leak from our inlet, cold water inlet. This is fascinating to the listeners. So. Oh my this God. episode of Plumbing and Pipe Fitting is brought to you by... <laughs> Brought to you by Adventurers Out There Travel. <laughs> oh, a we have a jingle now. I like it. Yes. I'm telling you, it rhymes with um, Doofus Rotibling Incorporated. <laughs> they put when it comes, you say Aloha Pork Sandwich. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Polly. Yeah. You sound like you're talking through water. Again? Yes. Are you like muting and then coming back? Am I done? Well, you sounded good there. Okay. No, I'm saying, are you, are you going on? Yes, because I'm decorating my house for my daughter's birthday. Okay, this is the problem. And I know, I, I need to I pause. noticed it too. I yeah. when, you, you, when you mute yes. your mic and then you come back and you speak immediately, the connection yes. has to catch up with you. And that's Got what's it. happening. Okay, thank you, technical Amy.
I'm trying to help. No, that's good. I like that you're trying to help. I'm trying to help. I'm not trying to be condescending. No, you're not being condescending. Oh. <clears throat> oh, my throat. Wow. <laughs> I you know. You need a cherry Coke. You need an Aloha pork sandwich. <laughs> okay, back to Aloha pork Wait, sandwich. Wait, let me, let, so let me say my interjection, which will be edited in to sound like I'm actually interjecting. Oh, okay. <laughs> Now you have to unmute, Paul, when you're going to talk. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Just the three of us. We can make it if we try. So Just I'm walking through BJ's, and I am jamming to, I believe, James Ingram. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't heard James Ingram in forever. And it's just, you know, going over. Yeah, it was nice. What are you talking about? Oh, send a text. What are you talking about? Songs, man. What are you talking about? You write the song. No, no, no. It makes the whole world sing. That's a different artist. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking James about. James Ingram is a, an American singer, songwriter, record producer, and instrumentalist. I know who J I know James Ingram is a singer, but I no, don't know what you're I'm talking about being at BJ's. I'm walking BJ's, and they're playing just once, <laughs> and I am jamming to it. You said you were at home decorating your daughter. For your now daughter. I am. What did this have to do with what we were talking about? <laughs> Nothing. I think the randomness of that interjection has really thrown Amy off. <laughs> How I Amy have no gets idea her group what's back. going on. I have no idea back what's happening. <laughs> I have no idea this, what's happening right now. This is Polly's version of singing background music. That's right. Oh my gosh. So I went to a Bills game. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the Bills play uh, down at the Old Meadowlands. So Bill, did I. Bill, Bill, Bill. Eric, Bill Eric Nye, Mills with like an 80 yard touchdown. Bill, 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 wow. Bill. Got a hot date? No, running an experiment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, that's kind of interesting that that even made it into the attraction. Like, yeah. that's borderline risque. Yeah. Yeah, it, Ellen asking her neighbor, Bill Nye, the science guy, in her apartment complex with the door unlocked, and, um, and he needs, like, some random collection of stuff that usually, when you're bored, at, like, 3 in the morning, you go to the 24-hour store and you think about what kind of random collection of stuff can you just buy that's cheap to make the cashier just look at you funny. And then she says, got a hot date. Got a hot I mean, date. It, it's like... Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, Do you have any aluminum foil, salt, bubblegum? Uh, <laughs> and he asked for a candle, a candle, a candle, a rubber glove. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not MacGyver. He's Bill Nye. Right. At least he didn't yell, like, put the lotion in the basket. Ooh, or else he gets the hose again. <laughs> okay, here's, so how. Here's how where gonna... I start playing, <laughs> playing Goodbye Horses in the background. <laughs> How are we going to segue back into like the actual programming of the show right now? Oh, we're just going to leap right in with Dean asking another question. We talked about food. We talked about accommodations. What did you see in the park? 
Yeah, Dean, ask me another question. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Polly just did. I did. No, I, you said Dean was going to ask it. Okay, yeah, Dean, do you remember your yes. lines? Hang on, I'm, I'm looking for the script right here. Hold on. <laughs> you know how we write out all these episodes before we record uh, yeah, them? Yeah, well just, in advance. I, I lost my place on the list This here. episode Hang was on. written uh, in uh, July, I believe. Let's see. Can we talk about his hair? Hairline is higher than Rick James on New Year's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nope, nope, my, my lines aren't in here. I'm sorry, Paul. It must be your turn. Okay. You use a boogie board in the pool? You came off mute and sounded like garbage. No, yeah, I came off bro. mute a while ago. <laughs> no, like, nobody, nobody asked for this sassy interjection, sir. About Little you... kids use boogie boards to learn no. how to swim sometimes. No. no. Those, the, <laughs> the coastline of Kentucky. <laughs> Look, they called it, the lady in the gift shop called it a boogie board. If it's uh, something else... No, yeah, I, she called it a boogie board. Okay. Like a kickboard? Yeah, a kickboard. It, all right, how big was it? It was It was small. It was like a foot and a half? Yeah. That's a kickboard. Okay, boogie well, boards she, are about four feet long. Okay, she <laughs> called it a boogie board. She called it was a mini that. boogie board. It's the cast yeah, member. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I mean, the, you know, the rum sampler at uh, the place you didn't go, Trader Sam's, has a uh, surfboard underneath. It is not a full-size surfboard. <laughs> okay, sir. Your sass is just Oh, it's immeasurable. It's immeasurable, sir. I'm just relaying what the cast member said. So you can Maybe the cast member wanted to make a tissue dance. You can go and find the cast member if you want. When you visit name? Walt Disney World in like Slow. 2146, <laughs> you can Listen. go and, you can go and find her and take Bam. her with her. So anyway, so about the so yeah, I'll just stop talking for a second so you can edit that out. Okay. So then, because <laughs> that won't be at the end of the show. Nope. <laughs> so well, really, really quick before you go there, because I had to, I had muted, so I waited to speak. I'm glad you're editing this one. <laughs> yeah, you know how I had the last two weeks off. Yeah. <gasps> You're going to make up for it today. Getting right back into it. Oh, I'm um, sorry. I'm terrible. It, uh, one no, it's Polly's fault. Yeah, no, it's my fault. I keep doing it. Um, we have... Luna wants to say something. <gasps> Luna! <Whoa. laughs> oh my god. Wow. Grunty McGrunterson here. Oh. Polly got a pot pig for Christmas. <laughs> oh, this is life with the beagle. She does look like a potato. You're a potato. Potato. Are you a potato? She looks like a tater. I am the only one on this call that listens to or watches Odd Squad. So no uh, yeah, no, that's it. No. <laughs> nope. I got to see Luna on FaceTime. Yes, you did. <laughs> I, I recorded with Luna before you did. <laughs> oh, look. Oh, now we have... No, well, I got to meet Polly. Well, I got to go to Dean's house. Well, I got to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go back on mute. I, I was going to no. say we could finish the episode, but Amy just dropped the mic and walked off. Don't go on mute. And that truly is the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just end the episode right there. Thanks, Done. Amy. <laughs> Paul on mute, that is the good stuff.
到这个 bang 